Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. I've heard you've got something for me, Dan. I've got something for you. I've got something Hello. for you. I just want your professional opinion on something. Um, so I've been working on a few scripts recently, you know, just coming up, trying to come up with the next big thing for the BBC. Yeah. yeah. I've like, I've written a few things, and because like I've gone down the um, German sitcom route, you know, because mm-hmm. that's really big at the minute, obviously. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like Gogglebox yeah. and um, mm-hmm. Love Island. Yeah. So and I've got I've got a few I've got the titles and just like a brief synopsis of them. Okay. So are you on either? Or are you not bothered? Yeah, I'll them. I am bothered. Okay. Right. The first one is. I am bothered. First I'll one is called the um, the Berlinen Bunch. Set set in um, East Berlin in the seventies, focusing on um, four like young sexy linen makers. You know, they get up to um, get up to a, like communist mishaps, you know, working mm. in the factory, try to prank the um, try to prank the boss, Mister Rockenschwartz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what? Like, obviously, one of them has um, a controversial love interest in a pig with a pig farmer, and um, mm. you know, I think, yeah, I'm try I'm spitballing an idea that one of them, you know. Only eats foods beginning with R, which could just be like a strange quirk, or it could be a potentially horrible, debilitating illness brought on from childhood trauma. Mm. Yeah, I like the idea of the second one. Sounds good. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really bring bring attention to um yeah. to that kind, those kind of people. Yeah. A nice, nice jolly underpin to the story. Yeah. So that's that's the Berlinen bunch. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. I'll buy it. Second one is called Stop! It's the Black Forest Boys. This is a, about a gang of uh, about a gang of teenage boys that you know parade around Bavarian forests, hunting wild boar, and um, writing books under the pseudonym George R R Martin. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think I think the backstory why they had to go into the forest is you know because of massive. Um, like tax evasion crimes, um, but like the police and like authorities are like too frightened to go after them because like they're so they're so scary, uh, mm. and they um they also wear Jeff Bezos masks to protect their identity, <laughs> which could think oh, just thinking about that there that might be a problem, like from you know being able to tell the the characters apart. On screen, yeah, of course. They all look like Jeff Bezos. We just have to use dialogue depictions. Yeah, unfortunately. What was the first one called again? The Berlinen Bunch. Yeah, I'm still preferring the sound of that. Okay. One. And the you should make them all though. Definitely. Oh yeah, I'll t- I'll run st- like sprint through the doors of um, BBC Studios. Just Dan, chant- you're gonna shit on the Beebs. You're gonna shit on them. I'll make my own channel. Might even give them to Dave. Who knows? Right, mm. but the final one is called "What the Fritz." It's uh, you know about a, a hapless Potter, you know, originally from the Rhineland, who's you know moves to New York City to set up 
this little bespoke uh, pottery shop. Mm-hmm. You know, like obviously, oh, I like uh, drops his prize works all the time, worth thousands of dollars, and then uh, shouts his legendary catchphrase, "What the what's the Fritz?" at the top of it. You know, at the top of his voice every time. <laughs> I think I've decided, like every episode, it's going to be like you know he's just about to get evicted from his shop. You know, like the evil, the evil yuppies of New York City. You know, coming to take yeah. him away. But um, I think he managed, like he manages to get out of it every time by committing some kind of heinous crime against them. Is that yeah? Would you buy that? Um, yeah, I think I'd buy that second. Second, right. Is that right? Okay, yeah. The Berlin and Bunch is top. Yeah, Berlin, I'd get that on a t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It, what, in the, um, like, communist-style art, artwork, yeah? No, I, I think something really, like, flowery would be fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I like it. I thank, so, yeah. I thank you for your feedback. Thank you for your sketches. Thank you yeah. for sharing your ideas. You are a genius at work. This is only £5, chicken, burger and chips. So nice, such a bargain and proper nice as well. Um, I'd like to move swiftly on because I've had... Um, I'd like to read some more of my book I've been writing. Or my film I've been making, sorry. Okay, nice. It's easy, easy to forget. Yeah. <laughs> so it's called, obviously, Tim, the Victorian school child of Whitechapel. Mm-hmm. And we visited the first episodes in Hot Dinner 11, I think. Something like that. Something yeah. outrageous like that, yeah. And it was a very enchanting and inspiring story. Um, so yeah, I thought, thought maybe the viewers could maybe, the listeners could maybe have some more of that. Are you oh, ready yeah. for it? Give me it. It was December in London's Whitechapel. The year was 1837. Tim, the Victorian schoolchild, is wandering the streets in search of his next meal and somewhere to eat it. Hello, sir. Is this the bread stand? I was wondering if you could lend me a tuppence worth of crusty cup. Just tell me mum gets some money from the workhouse. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, how many times do I have to tell you? No corb, no bread, full stop. <laughs> Before the store could finish the sentence, Tim was already a furlong away into the deep London streets with the bread under his arm. Tim stopped to eat his cup of bread by the murky Thames, and as he watched a naval vessel sail past, he pondered. The world has got to be bigger than this. London surely has more for me and me mum than the workhouse. If those vessels can sail across the world, then surely I can make my own dent into the world. Tim fought for a second, and came to the realisation he needed to become an apprentice. He wandered again through the streets of Whitechapel and brushed past signs reading Free soup for the ugly (laughs) and Kittens for the dogs But no adverts for jobs, apprenticeships or gainful voluntary experience e.g. in a charity shop Oh, it's useless (laughs) Nowhere wants a pauper like me I'll die on these streets that I was born on with nothing As Tim said this to himself he noticed a stocky, bald man dusting some carrots on the outside of a rather large fruit and veg shop. Mr. Mister, what do be your shop? Are you looking for any staff? Hello, son. Nice to meet you. I'm currently looking for a little lad to help me around the shop. 
as my back's doing my fucking head in. Have you got a CV? Tim handed it over. It said, Under 13. I can't read, but I can write. Bold onions! You're perfect! My name's Great Gregoriff Wallace of Shoreditch, <laughs> King of the Seven Vegetable Kingdoms, and a fucking good laugh. Can you start tomorrow? Yes, sir, I can. I will not let you down, sir, I promise. I'll be here for 6 a.m. sharpish. Tim arrived the next day and was immediately set to work. His jobs around the shop included dusting the parsnips, unblocking Greg's monster shits from the outhouse, and spraying the veg with Greg's top secret fertilizer. You're a good little lad, Tim. I hope you'll be helping me for a good time. Sure enough, Tim was several months into working for Greg before he even dared to start relaxing. Tim's mum was still in the workhouse, but he regularly delivered her fresh match attacks cards and Air Force One trainers. <coughs> One day, when Tim was doing his da- daily veg spraying round, he began to wonder, What is it in this fertiliser, Greg? Right, little lad, I knew this day would eventually come, just like the day you'll grow some balls, you little gimp. <laughs> Greg brought Tim in close. Right, Tim, you cannot, I repeat, you cannot tell this to anyone else. This fertiliser is a fine mix of boiled onions, Thames water, the veg dust, and finally a bit of my armpit sweat. Tim balked at the idea at the telling of the ingredients, and Greg just laughed. Ah, you little soft tyke! The very next day, the shop had a regular customer, Freddie Brand, the great-great-grandfather of Russell Brand. <laughs> oh, hello there, Tim. Aren't you looking cute today? I'm after some of your lovely carrots and cucumbers, and I've got to ask, I've got to ask, how are you getting so long and juicy? <laughs> Tim leant over the counter and shared the information that he swore to keep secret. Well, you see, it's a mixture of boiled onions, Thames water, veg dust, and finally, well, it's the armpit sweater, Greg. As soon as he said it, he watched an onion in the corner of his eye grow to over six feet tall. Except this wasn't an onion. It was Greg. <laughs> Tim had placed him under a nasty curse. Oh, fucking hell! Oh, what fat are you? It looks like a giant bald onion! <laughs> and that was the end of the story for now. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Dum ba dum ba dum 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 ba dum ba dum 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 ba dum. I've got a question. Dum dum ba dum. I've got a question. Dum dum ba dum. I've got a question. Dum dum ba dum. Excuse me, I've got a question. Right, as I want to ask you, so have you been annoyed at anything recently? I have, yeah. Go on then. I'm just trying to think now. It's fine if you haven't, mate. It's fine. I have. I've been annoyed at a lot of things. I've been, I'll tell you what I've been annoyed that someone crashed into my car and oh, fucked yeah. off. <laughs> so they can have a horrible Christmas. Yeah. What's the, the um, yeah. Is it just, just cosmetic damage? Even so. Yeah, but I went to the shop and he's going to be he's like, it's got to be 500 quid that boss. Like, I'm not paying 500 quid. So 500 quid? That, that, yeah, that doesn't make any difference. Is he taking you know the I mean? piss? 
Driver just looked like an idiot. 500 quid? I know, it's mad, isn't it? The bloody cows are even with 500 pounds. They don't fix out. They don't fix out. They just whack a new one on. <laughs> a new bumper and a new side wing so they can fuck off a lot of them. <laughs> I'm not bothered. Ah, uh, yeah, not bothered, yeah. <laughs> so that's annoyed me. That's probably the thing that's annoyed me the most. Yeah. I can't really think of anything else. No. What about yourself? Um, oh, I've got one more. Sorry, sorry. Go sorry. on. Halloumi wrap two days ago, like a Greeky one with um, garlic yeah. mayonnaise and olives, lots of wet things. Mm-hmm. And you know, they do that thing where they wrap it really well and it's just always a tiny little hole. Yeah. And I was sat eating it on like a bike. Because <laughs> obviously you, you can't eat anywhere at the moment because you can't sit down. Yeah, you're not allowed Not allowed to sit. You just have to sit. Don't know why that is. No. But uh, yeah, it just started dripping all down my leg and I was black trousers on. Oh, so it was, so, yeah. No, that's, that sounds pretty annoying. Yeah. Yeah. What annoyed you? Nothing really. I've been all right. I don't know if it's because... Oh, you're... Sorry for you then. I don't know if it's because I've done nothing in the past two weeks. <laughs> but, you know... Yeah. It's a bit, it sounds yep. a bit bleak, but yeah. Well, that's great. That's great. Good for yourself. Have Any you... more questions for me? Um, i got one more. Th- yeah, one more. I think you're okay to answer this. You don't need a lawyer present or anything. Um, when was the last time you were in the woods? <laughs> Very recently. Uh, Very recently. Care to, um, um, care to explain last, why? Last Wednesday, I was visiting the um, Derwent Reservoir in Derbyshire. Oh, okay. Um, I went there because it's where the train for the dam busters in World War II. Oh, okay. That's the... Definitely sounds like an alibi, but okay. Okay. I wasn't there because I was digging bodies. I, I was purely there because I was looking at the Dan Buster's <laughs> memorial from World War Two. It, so, yeah. it all, ch- it all checks an- out. You give me questions, I'll give you answers. Full stop. Yes. Jaws, how the conditioner, man, how the conditioned people, your jaws, boom, 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 yeah. They're just flying about. You've got a night nice job works here. Sharks will have a look at me and think, yeah, I know how to do them. You punch them right in the fucking air hole and they swim off. Can we have a bit of Steve Bruce now, Dan? Go on then. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Uh, um, you, you remember last time um, about his appearance on Match of the Day? Yeah, but broke my heart. Yeah. Well, he's um, at, like, even after that end, he's been invited on again somehow. Wow. You know, but this it was after, straight after his... Um, Resounding five-two defeat to Matthew Bielsa's Leeds, 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 Leeds United side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I pick, yeah, obviously picked him up after the game in the double-decker bus again. You know, honking, honking their horn all the way down the um, all the way down the M62 to Manchester. <laughs> you know, yeah, but yeah, easy he, to imagine. He, yeah, Steve was loving it. Sat right at the front, you know, with a big grin on his face. Yeah, but he gave, gave obviously gave his quick team talk um, to try and before we left to try and pick up the team. You know, mm-hmm. you no, know, well done, lads on the earth, going two goals again. Good try, you know. We uh, just need to remember that we're not meant letting any goals in either, you know. Now, uh, go to your uh, post-match hot dogs and uh, take a big hot bath. 
Um, yeah, I don't think that the t- team took it very well because he came out the change rooms covered in sick. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not very nice, is it? No. <laughs> yes, but um, stopped off at uh, Weatherby Services, you know, give him a quick wash down. Um, he got his uh, standard, he got the, his standard abuse from that he, get wherever, he gets wherever he goes, you know, probably because he stank this time. But I don't think he, don't think he minded because we got um, a big Donna smoothie. You know they do them at Weatherby Services now. Well, that on there can smell better. Yeah. At least. <laughs> <laughs> Although to be fair, we the big Donna, and then just shoved in a whole packet of Polo mints like afterwards. Just didn't didn't <laughs> even didn't even unwrap them. Donna smoothie. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. We so pulled up outside um, the match of the studios. Um, you know, with the chants still ringing in our ears, you know, of, mm-hmm. oh, Steve Bruce, get out my services, you big fat stinky farmer. Um, you know, but I give him a little kiss and uh, sent him off, sent him off to see Gary. Oh, hello there, Stevie. You, uh, glorious defeat for you tonight. I can see the whole five goals. I said, oh, you do it, Steve. Amazing. Groundbreaking. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, you know, you know, uh, Gary, uh, I, 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 I think it's because I made uh, so much pastry. Oh, that's great, Bruce, that really is, really insightful. Anyway, uh, you're on with the uh, ghost of Arsene Wenger tonight, so uh, go easy on the insight in the pastry jokes, please. So, um, now if it was going really well for Steve, you know, I was being as most insightful as ever, and... Um, you know, Mr. Mr. Wenger was yet to um, haunt anyone yet, so. So, uh, what do you think went wrong with the Leeds game tonight, Steve? Yeah, well, uh, you know, I think uh, next time we uh, need to score, score a few more goals, but uh, and then uh, if it's actually possible for the lads, you know, to try their hardest to uh, not let in as many goals... But then, you know, uh, when the other manager sits on a bucket, you know, it's, it's very difficult to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, Steve. Really amazing. Wow. Arson, have you got anything to say? Well, uh, I think that uh, the uh, gap between the uh, midfield and the uh, the defence was uh, far too big. And I, uh, I, uh, oh, come on, Arson. We can all say that. Where's the analysis? Give some of the... Well, come on, Steve, let's give some of the uh, analysis for Little Old Arsene over here. Well, you know, I think... Uh, I think uh, the gap between the uh, defence and midfield was uh, far too big, actually. Amazing, Steve. Perfect. Really amazing. OK, have a, have a quick pork pie. Ah, oh, thank you very much, Gary. Uh, thank you. Uh, I, I love you. So, Gary, he just... Produced a little a mini Melton Mowbray from his pocket, threw it towards Steve's mouth. You know he went like went and caught it. You know like you do with grapes and that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, as soon as Arson saw this, there was big trouble. Oh, are you see a fucking hell, uh, pastry? It's my uh, one and only uh, weakness. Uh, I you say uh, fuck this? I'm uh, I, uh, I'm out of here. And you know, and with that, he vanished, just leaving behind a perfectly circular dump on his chair. <laughs> <laughs> little French dump. A little fr- <laughs> little French flag sticking out the top. <laughs> That's how they make macaroons, isn't it? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, just dump and then <laughs> a pink one is obviously yeah. um, a bad poo. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh really sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh Arsenal appears to have uh we've startled him and he's piece have gone back to haunting again. Um I'm sure he wasn't hurting very much then, was he though, Steve? Oh, well, you know, uh, I think he were. Uh, I don't think he was very good because you know he didn't understand that to win his football, you need to um, at least have one player with um, pastry shin pads on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is great, Steve. Amazing, such great insight. Anyway, that's all from us this week. Uh, join us next week where we'll be discussing whether garden names really do make good goalkeepers. Thank you and good night. Real sausages, real I have a little game for us to play. A game? Well, you oh, know, you since, still talk since about it's this? nearly Christmas. No, no, let's, let's have the game. Let's play some silly games. Have you got any more bits? Um... No, I don't think so. I can epic. I so we can play the game all night long then. Oh, yes. So, I'll talk you through it, Dan. It's it, first of all, it's called. It's called, accent shootout. Accent, shootout. Right. Okay. Yes. So I'll just quickly talk you through the rules of this. Okay. How to play. We take turns to give each other celebrity impressions to do. Right. Well, so we'll take turns. Mm-hmm. I'll pick a celebrity for you to do, you pick a celebrity, so on, so on, so on. Yeah. And then, after we've done that, the person who's been given a celebrity, they then need to Google an interview or a quote by that said celebrity and read it out in said celebrity's accent or the closest one you can do. Okay. Does that sound good, Dan? Would you like to have a quick warm-up? Uh, Yeah, I think we'll have a, yeah, have a quick warm-up. So, first of all, I'd like to give you, Dan, Karl Marx... <laughs> now he's German, wasn't he? He is German, yeah. Well yeah. done. He's German, but he also that. he also lived in London for a long time, I think. Yeah. So you're gonna do some sort of yuppie some... London accent? No, I'll I'll let you surprise me. Sorry. Okay. Right. Let's get a quote. Let's get a quote. Right. Let's find a bloody Google Chrome. Google Chrome. Did your Karl Marx invented Google Chrome. <laughs> 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 there he knows just, I, I ah, believe in communism but I want to make a communist uh, web browser you call it Google Chrome <laughs> so I've took the hotspot I'll, I might just cut that out continue continue keep, keep it Karl Marx quotes um <laughs> okay right <sighs> Um, workers of the world unite you have nothing left to lose but your chains that's how he spoke isn't it you know yeah definitely definitely definitely. that's a great first attempt done (laughs) can I have a turn okay um, Bradley Wiggins (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know where he's from is he southern I think no I think he's Yorkshire isn't he uh, while I'm finding the interview, I'll see where he's from. Bradley, professional road racing <laughs> cyclist. Born in Belgium, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> in Ghent. Yeah. 
I'm going to change that to Kent. Okay. I've no idea. He's an Arsenal fan. That's brilliant, though. We'll, we'll, we'll go with them. So do you reckon he sounds like Arsene Wenger? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inevitably, uh, there will be new stuff as my career is now as a pundit. So there will be stuff to discuss about that. Uh, I'll have some new memorabilia, but I don't really plan it because the best stuff isn't contrived. How I went with it last year. Arsene Wenger's Spanish now. Arsene Wenger's Italian. He's a Mediterranean man. And French. (laughs) A foreign man. Just just while I'm on this interview, um, Bradley Wiggins, as we all know, is a big mod. Oh, yeah. And one, him, of things, one of the things in this interview is I have a Steve Craddock guitar he gave me <laughs> when I played on stage of Ocean Colour Scene at the Hammersmith Apollo. Yeah, <laughs> he gave me that after the show. Wow. <laughs> wow. Fuck you. Right, know. I've got one more for you, Dan. Okay. I'm going to... Right. Give me Iggy Pop. You Iggy that. Pop. Bah, quote, bah. right okay here's a a quote talking about he's talking about piss here for some reason (laughs) this is the top quote on google well uh I don't use the toilet much to pee in I always pee in the yard or the garden (laughs) because I like to pee on my estate. So there you go. There's an insight into um, into Wiki Pop's mind. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, how about uh, Prince Charles? Prince Charles. <laughs> right. Find something PC. like something nice. He said. But I don't think Prince Charles. He's not overtly. Oh, yeah, That's I'm Prince, I'm Prince Philip. Prince, yeah. Yeah. I want to get quite a long one and get into it. So often in the history of humanity, we've waited until something becomes a total catastrophe before doing something about it. This time, it is more critical than ever. Bit Winston yeah. Churchill there, wasn't it? That was it? Very, <laughs> very Winston Churchill. <laughs> right, do you want one more, Don? <laughs> okay, I'll have one more, yeah. Right, you can have Vernon Kerr. Right, Vernon Kerr. Vernon Kerr. Right, let's get some... Is he, has he ever said anything worth quoting? <laughs> has he said anything at all? Was he just yeah. showed his white teeth? And our survey says... Is that all he says? Vernon Kerr quotes. Funnily enough, there's not a lot on Vernon Kerr quotes. Wow, you wouldn't think it, would you? <laughs> Maybe you find an interview. Okay, right. The bloody hell, Vernon. A bit deep that one. No, it's a bit it's a bit blue. I'm not gonna lie. Um this is from his autobiography. June! It's the way it's the way she looked at me. She was gagging for it. This was when which celebs had a crush on him? I dunno. Our <laughs> our survey says There you go. <laughs> that's good, that's good, that's good. Yeah. Tom Jones. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, yes. yes. He's going to have some really sexy quote, isn't he? Yeah. Sex bomb, sex bomb. 
I can't find anything. I'll just do uh, I'll just do this. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. <laughs> it's not unusual to have fun with anyone. But when I see you hanging about with anyone, it's not unusual to see me cry. I sound like Johnny Marr at the end there. <laughs> Johnny Marr. You sound, sound like Rob Brydon. Right, no more. No more, right, no more. End it. Before we do. Before we who, do. Guess who this is. Guess who this is. I've always really liked Tom Jones. I can't wait to see him in action. One thing is for sure. I'd rather be singing for a living and getting punched on the head. Is that Ricky Hatton? Yes, yes. yes. Well done, Dan. Yes. Punch on the head, give it to you. Eh? Yeah, definitely. Shall we, shall we terminate this episode? Yes, terminated. Right, so this will be out on... You'll be listening to this hopefully on the Christmas Day. Well, I probably shouldn't put out on Christmas Day. Yes. Um, hope you had a good Christmas. Uh, hope you checked out a Christmas special, which would have been out on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. And yeah, thank you very much. Goodbye. Yeah. Happy Christmas, everybody. Even though it's already been Christmas when you listen to this. Have a, have a shit boxing day. Goodbye. <laughs>